Guys, gals, and non-binary pals, I'm in line, looking gorgeous, but in a very long line. She's running late per usual, but we're gonna make it. Not this, but that. Here's a gender-inclusive tip. A trans or non-binary person tells you that the language you're using to talk about them does not align with them or is not okay. Instead of getting upset or defensive, take it as a kindness to respect them, correct yourself, and move on. Trans and non-binary people are not a monolith, and not everyone uses or aligns with the same kind of language or terms. In general, it's best to just use the words that that person uses to describe themselves. Another way to make sure that students' pronouns are respected in your classroom is to give a class survey. It's anonymous, and the first question you can ask is, what is your name on the roster? Then the next question following up could be, you know, what is, what is the name you'd like me to call you in class? And it's really important to follow those up with questions such as, can I share this information with your caretakers? Can I share this with your other teachers? Can I share this information with other students in the classroom? And then doing all of that again with pronouns. Okay, I've got to talk about the double standards and contradictions that exist within gender affirming medicine. All of these medical treatments are available for cisgender people without batting an eye without felony or without any sort of extra scrutiny that trans people receive. A cis man who has chronic scrotal pain could access orchiectomy without a mental health assessment, whereas a trans woman or trans feminine person would require two mental health assessments. Because I'm on the topic of neopronouns, let's use some in a sentence to show that it's absolutely possible if you do not have a good reason to not use them. Zay and I are going to Five Below later today. I hope they don't forget their wallet again. Faye went to go get a drink from the water fountain. Faye will be back soon. Oh, that's Sarah's cat. I wonder how they got of Sis's house again. Don't you think that pup looks beautiful in pup self outfit today? Where did you hear that from? No, Bug told me Bug self that Bug's seen it before. I just heard back from A. A felt sick this morning, so M couldn't come. Please let me know what other neo pronouns you want me to use in a sentence because I'm pretty passionate about how fucking valid you are. So in the preschool classroom I work in today, um, a little kid asked me, are you a boy or a girl? And this has happened a few times, but I live in a pretty uh, conservative area, so I don't necessarily feel comfortable saying what I would like to say, which is I'm neither, some people are neither a boy or a girl. So I just went to my go-to, which is, well, what do you think? Um, and they said, I think you're a boy. Um, and the kid next to them said, no, she's a girl. And then the first kid said, no, she's a boy. Um, and I think she's a boy uh, is personally pretty gender affirming for me. And um, it came at a great time because tomorrow is my first HRT appointment and I'm very nervous and very excited. So wish me luck. <laughs> Hey guys, the rumors are true. I have been permanently suspended by Twitter. I was given zero reason, only had three tweets on my account. Two of them were promoting my other social media channels, um, which you guys should follow. Taylor Lorenz at Instagram.com, TaylorLorenz.Substack.com. Have a new YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, I was suddenly logged out. I just had those two tweets and a tweet where I asked Elon for comment today, revealing zero information. Um, Super crazy, uh, Elon seems to be banning anyone he disagrees with, and I certainly um, didn't violate any terms that I was aware of. So um, that's the story right now, but follow me on Instagram, uh, TikTok, YouTube, pretty much every other social media. I'm just at Taylor Lorenz, <laughs> and I'm here with my fellow banned user, Ryan Mack. You know, once you get banned, you have these kind of meetups, um, and so we're at our local meetup. 
If BIPOC stand in the street and scream at the top of their lungs, I hate all white people, I want all white people to go die, die white devil, you cracker bitch, um, that's still not racism. And I don't know why people don't get that, why white people are not comprehending that. That's discrimination. It's an action that's bred out of a prejudice, for sure. Justified, arguably. But screaming, um, white people should die in my face doesn't change my socioeconomic status. It doesn't change the fact that the criminal justice system was built to serve me and people who look like me. It doesn't change the fact that my skin color won't get me brutalized by the police. It doesn't change the fact that the entire country was built to cater to people who look like me. Screaming I hate white people at me doesn't change the fact that I am dripping with white privilege. As long as I hold the power dynamic, I cannot be subject to racism. Hurt white feelings does not equal racism. This is not a conversation. So I'm going to be showing you how to use emoji pronouns in sentences. And if you miss the first two parts, well, click right here and, you know, you'll find your way. Did you know that any emoji can be used as pronouns? Shut up! No! Most emoji self-pronouns follow the same grammatical formula. However, if something does change, it'll be specified, so don't worry. For example, if someone uses they-them pronouns but doesn't want to be outed just yet, then they can use emoji self-pronouns in place of they-them pronouns. It'll look something like this. Hold on, I'll move out of the way so you can take a picture. So if you're like, how am I gonna use an emoji pronoun in person if the person does want to use the emoji in person? Well, <laughs> most people just use the noun itself as the emoji. For example, dog emoji, dog dog's pronouns. However, some emojis might not have any word alternatives. For example, someone who uses no pronouns. Or they just have no correlation to the emoji. An example of this would be using a smiley emoji online and they them pronouns in person. Just ask the person you're conversating with and they'll teach you. Love you, bestie! It's incredibly important for there to be queer representation in education because LGBTQ plus youth are more likely than their cis straight peers to be unhoused, to experience depression, anxiety, to be unsatisfied with their lives and to also lose their lives. And just by accepting those students and by treating them as human beings and showing them compassion and kindness, they are less likely to experience those adverse life effects. Now, there's been a lot of recent pushback against queer teachers in the workplace, especially in public education. A lot of people are coming out saying that we're groomers, that we're child predators, when <laughs> that is so far beyond the truth. We are just people who are teachers. And being out, having me be your child's teacher, me, someone who's out queer, out as non-binary and bi in the classroom, I'm not going to make your child into something that they're not. I'm only going to give children who are already different the experience they need to feel safe enough to be who they are. And by doing this, I could save a child's life. You know, this allegation of groomer and pedophile, it is alleging that a person is criminal somehow and engaged in criminal acts merely because of, of their identity, um, their sexual orientation, their gender identity. Um, so this is clearly prohibited under Twitter's content, yet you found hundreds of these posts on the platform. Your team filed complaints about these posts, correct? Yes. And how often did Twitter act to take down 
these posts, which violated its own content policy. Very rarely. So from our calculation, it looks like about 99% of your complaints, they basically acted on one or two of the 100 plus complaints you filed. Instead of taking them down, Twitter elevated them, um, allowing them to reach an approximate 72 million users. This is not just about what happens online. What happens online translates into real harms in people's lives. Um, uh, Ms. Popcock, you provide services to a community that experienced a devastating LGBTQ attack. Can you provide some examples of the link between speech online and attacks against providers like you? We know really um, online threats, I mean, in addition to just creating an atmosphere of bullying for young people, um, you know, it also creates an don't get me wrong, I'm not a racist, but it's just some things that I pay attention to very, very carefully that just rubs my skin the wrong fucking way, okay? Okay, so I'm at my patient house, and mind you, I've been to a lot of, you know, white, you know, people's houses to take care of them, right? And every time I check their mail and, you know, they open their bills, like your, their utility bill payments or house payments or whatever, it's always very, very cheap. Like their power bill will be like 30 to $200. And all the rest of their utilities would be even like cheap, like cheaper and stuff. But this what gets me. They stay in these big mansion houses. They always have their lights on. Their power bill is cheap. Like every utility bill is cheap. And I'm like... I stay in a little ass two bedroom apartment and my utilities are like almost up to $500 every month, literally. I'm like, it's like I don't want to pull the race car, but I just noticed, I have been noticing this pattern with every like white person house that I didn't came to. Like their bills are like cheaper. But in the black community, our bills are like so high. Like, does anybody else not notice this? Like, am I tweaking? Taylor, I feel like you probably know some things about this. Like, I, I was talking about you particularly earlier. Um, because one of the sort of like literal pro like product level things that's going on with Twitter is that like there's no moderation or whatever in what's going on in the trending topics and yesterday your name was a trending topic in a way that was inciting harassment of you and like in a properly moderated technology platform that shouldn't have happened right yeah i mean i think the trending topics the incentive like the whole way trending topics works is definitely fundamentally broken. And it's just so rich to hear him complain about doxing and harassment. I mean, I am doxed and harassed constantly on this app. And I mean, I'm very, I, I don't, that doesn't mean that I think everything needs to be moderated more heavily, but I do think users deserve more control over their own experience. Um, it's just weird because definitely in the past few weeks, for instance, people tweeting out stuff like information about my family or all the stuff that's been used to target my family directly in the past, like I've reported it and the reports go nowhere. Like the tweets go nowhere. No, it doesn't seem like the woman that I used to reach out to when this stuff happened at Twitter has been let go from Twitter. 
And I just hear this from a lot of people. So I feel like Elon is very focused on his own experience. But for the rest of us, it's definitely become a less safe platform. Yeah. And uh, you're totally cool for asking. I'm absolutely okay with answering questions like this. Um, I'm going to be answering a, a bunch of questions because I got so many last night. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, excuse me. Basically, neo pronouns are kind of like um, when somebody doesn't identify or isn't comfortable with using he, she, or they, um, and they want something else that's not gender specific, um, but is but still makes them their them feel euphoria and feel confident in their gender. And so, like, for me, I use Zezer and Fayfair for, uh, for when I'm feeling different genders. And when I'm feeling more like I want to use Zezer, I associate that, associate, associate that for me with, like, no gender. Just, like, no, <laughs> gender, no thank you. Um, and then I you associate Fayfair with more of, like, all of the genders. Um, but then there's also, like, the in-between where I, like, feel more towards one or another or he or they or something like that. Um, but it's 100% different for everybody. Those pronoun neo-pronouns don't have an assigned gender to them. Um, and so somebody could just be using them because they don't like any of the other pronouns. Um, and there's so many different neo-pronouns. Um, and so I hope that cleared it up a little bit. Um, if you need me to explain it a little bit more, let me know. But I hope that answered your question. Subscribe to my Substack, please. It's taylorlorenz.substack.com. Let me put it in the comments. taylorlorenz.substack. Oh my God, we have libs of TikTok in here. Is that the real libs of TikTok? I honestly can't tell. You guys will have to tell me. Um, lips of TikTok. I've actually never wished suspension on other people. Let's not let's not get that twisted, guys. Um, I have always, as I said earlier, um, I've always actually advocated for a Discord-like approach to Twitter. No, uh, I did not ask Twitter to ban you, Haya. I did not. I reported on your account. Um, it's up to Twitter what they want to do. As you know, you got seven strikes. Um, which is actually preferential t treatment because most people are banned. I think three to five strikes is the ban. So um, Libs of TikTok actually enjoyed special treatment from Twitter, which is something that we um, found out from the Twitter files, which I thought was very interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've always said about Twitter um, that it needs more segmenting and people need to be able to determine their own experience of Twitter because I think that's the majority of the friction on Twitter. It's like, do I wanna enter this crazy world where everyone's gonna yell at me or do I just wanna post about like NBA games to my friends, right? Um, and so that's the thing. What is this lady saying? Twitter admitted that I never violated their rules. Well, you, you did, you misgendered people. That's violative, or it was violative under the old administration. As we know, the new administration doesn't care. So don't worry about that. Scandal in the Claremont Unified School District tonight. The school board president is in hot water after hosting a holiday party where the high school choir was exposed to scantily clad guests. Tonight, CBS 2's Michelle Geely spoke with upset parents. I'm heartbroken for my son and his beloved choir group. 
I'm devastated as a parent. Claremont parents like Sabrina Ho are asking serious questions, some even demanding the resignation of school board president and local teacher Stephen Lanusa over his alleged misconduct involving local teenagers at a holiday party at his home. These photos from Facebook, shown to me by an attendee at a special board meeting Friday afternoon, show the festivities, including shirtless male performers at the party where Claremont High School choir members were paid to perform for a school fundraiser. Upon the student's arrival, Mr. Lanusa invited the high school choir group into his private adult party in his home. They were encouraged to partake in food and festivities. The students did not begin their scheduled performance until over an hour later and were offered alcohol by party guests among inappropriately dressed adult entertainers. This dad says Claremont police have interviewed the students. He's angry that the choir teacher didn't chaperone the kids. He says his daughter was surrounded by drunk party goers. They were offered an open bar. The students were? They were offered an open bar. They were offered an open bar and to socialize with the half-naked men the dirty Santa that offered and made disgusting comments to our children. School board president Stephen Lanusa was absent from Friday's meeting. Before the other members went into closed session, the vice chair addressed whether others attended the party. I would like to be perfectly clear. There were no other current or past board members present at that party. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you also for coming out. Oh my God, so many of you. Ooh, I'm so excited. Hello, are you reaching for my titties? Are you hungry? Say, mommy, mommy. Trust me, the milk's gone bad. You don't want this milk. I know, I've been on tour. We've been on the tour bus. I've been on refrigerated. Thank you so much for this donation. I'm gonna put this to good use. I'm gonna buy more breasts. I need more. Now I brought for you some of my best breasts. I brought for you my grandmother's breasts. Yes, handed down to me, generation to generation. Oh my God, hello Gray, sexy, beautiful. Nice to see you. I had the best time today with Gray and Weston in the glass coffin. Is it the glass coffin? Well, if you haven't, you go check it out. They asked me, do you want to see the haunted section? I was like, hello? Do I want to see the haunted section? I feel like I am a haunted section. So let's go. No, but I've been having the best time turning around. I've been working so hard. I've actually worked my butthole right off. Look at that. Look at that. It's gone. It's smooth. Don't cry, sir. Don't cry. It's like, oh, oh my eyes. But it's Christmas day. But it's Christmas. Oh, wow. Oh, so you liked my no butthole. <laughs> Well, for 20 bucks, you can spank me. What's your name? Jackie. Jack, come on, Jackie, give it to me. Oh, yeah. Ooh. That was more of a little shove. I felt like a volleyball there. I did. I thought, is she trying to serve me over the net? What's going on there? She's trying to boost me? Oh, my God. Oh, hello. Wow, when, now, where do you want to stick that money, honey? You want to be funny with that money? Oh, yeah, come on. Stick it in there. Hands of a stranger. It reminds me of Christmas with my own family. <laughs> Put your hands together for Tupac the Drag Clown!
pride club at my school um and i'm having kind of an issue with uh another teacher in the school building right now i have a couple kids who have come to me and told me that she has called them out in the middle of class for being gay she said some pretty terrible things about me um and the club uh telling kids that she thinks it's stupid and a waste of time and you know we're pulling kids out of her class which technically yes you know we are pulling kids out of the class um but it's only for 30 minutes a week and it's on mondays so the last like 30 minutes of first period the kids come to me um i understand that you know the kids are coming to my class during another class period um I have okayed this with my administration, with my principal, my admin, all that, uh, because the kids told me straight up, they were like, we don't want to have it after school just in case because some of their parents don't know. Um, it would make them feel more comfortable to just, you know, do it at school. That way it's a little more, you know, discreet. So it is completely okay with my admin that I am running this club during school hours. And again, it's only 30 minutes a week. Um, however, this teacher is now crossing a line. Um, she is calling out my kids, she is saying extremely homophobic things, um, she's bashing the community and the club itself, um, and I'm kind of fed up with it. She literally came to my class and went through every name in her roster to try and get me to out, um, the kids to her, so she knew who was, uh, you know, not straight, um, so that way you know she'd have that information which i did not give her i would not give her that i don't really care if she doesn't like me whatever not my business i don't particularly care if she doesn't like when the club happens because that's not her business either since i okayed it with my admin but what we're not gonna do we're not gonna talk bad about my kids they have a hard enough time as it is they do not need this teacher messing with them being homophobic transphobic saying things that she shouldn't um so now i'm pissed off and she will now have to deal with me because i will be taking her to admin so i'm not happy about this you are not gonna drag my kids like this not happening that's problem